Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today's topic is, why must everything be political? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like annoying me that everything's political. You got your office politics, you know, you got this, your cliques in the office, in your corporations, and it's already predetermined who's going to get promoted over who and all that good stuff. And then we have our political figures who represent us at the state and federal levels in um, U.S. government, but it's not necessarily what's good for their constituents. It's what's good for them. And I'm about sick of it. I'm about sick of it. You've got Putin and his, you know, political war as they as Russia continues to assault Ukraine. And and it really bothers me that he's going after the innocents. He's not going after the other military factions in Ukraine. He's he's bombing and annihilating the innocents um, of Ukraine. And that, it, it really rubs me the wrong way. And I understand about, you know, oh, they're just calculating and keeping a list of all of Putin's war crimes. But what is that doing for the people that he, he's annihilating? Not a damn thing. It's just It just makes no sense and you can't expect that the ukrainians are going to just lay down and die without a fight no because that's what freedom is all about fighting for what's right fighting for your right to have a voice fighting for your right to exist so i don't know why you know i've heard some rumblings of people are like well why don't they just give up already for what that doesn't make any sense you fight until you have no more fight left. And these Ukrainian people have a lot of fight left. I see Ukraine and I stand with Ukraine. However, let's just get back to this whole political situation, which that is also political. But I'm just listening to all of the stuff that's going on in my part of the world. You know, the U.S. is about to have midterm elections. And some of the candidates, they aren't worth a plug nickel, okay? They're election deniers. They're instigators of the January 6th um, insurrection. And yet, people are saying, okay, yeah, that's my, that's my party, so that's my candidate. Yeah, but that's your party, that's your candidate. But the candidate can kick rocks. They don't really even care about their constituents. It's all about power and control. And I get it. Most of politics is just about power and control. But the whole idea of going to office to represent the people is to actually represent the people. And about half half of the uh, senatorial races and congressional races are not about that. It's all about, you know, taking control. It's all about having the say. 
not what the people say, but having a say. And of late, no one wants to do anything for the people. And I find that appalling and disgusting. I heard one congressional um, woman say, for instance, my state of Georgia, it's a Senate race, and the two who are up, who are against, pitted against each other, one, he doesn't have the sense of a fish. Why would you want him to represent you? It doesn't matter that he's with the uh, the party that you represent. He can't represent himself out of a paper bag. Why, why on earth would he be the candidate? Why on earth would you choose him? That's just like saying, you know what? I want to give all my money. I want to. I want somebody who doesn't know how to add and subtract to handle my money. Hell no. I don't want that. So why would you make that person your accountant or your treasurer for your state, for the monies that come into your state to help your constituency? Why? why I mean, why would you do that? But that just goes to show you, they just throw common sense out the window and it's a free-for-all and we just want the control and the power. The control and the power, which doesn't necessarily mean you're going to do the right thing for your citizenship. Doesn't mean you're going to help people. Doesn't mean you're going to bring funds into the state um, to make things better. Hell, everything that has been good in the current Biden administration um, has been voted against uh, by the opposite party, by the Republican Party. But yet, it's passed. Somehow they've managed to get things through. And then Republicans are beating their chest and touting their chest about, oh, we're going to get these new roads and these new bridges, and it's such a great thing. But you didn't want that. You said no to that. You said that was too far-reaching. That was too much of a spin. But now you beat your chest to your constituency and say, yeah, we're getting this, and we get, we got it done. But you said no. And I wonder if voters actually really go back and check the records of the people who represent them. Because far be it for me to say anyone... Um, is deserving or less deserving to hold office. But I feel like you're supposed to represent the people and it's not representing the people. You're just representing yourself. You're just trying to bolster your name and create a name for yourself and have your name go down in the history books. And it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. You, you ever heard that saying, all publicity is good publicity? Even if it's really bad, even if it's heinous, it's still good because it's, it's publicity. Not. Not. I mean, when children are saying, wait a minute, didn't he say X? And why is he doing Y? When children, school children, like elementary school age children, question your morality and your honesty, Shouldn't that make you take a harder look at yourself? 
Shouldn't that make the parents who are voting for these fools say, oh, wait a minute. Okay, if I taught Johnny and Susie correctly, then they're absolutely right. Then then I'm not following through with what I've taught them on how how to behave and how to conduct themselves and how to be truthful and how to, you know, champion the greater good. But yet I'm going to vote for the fool who does all of the opposites of what I've taught Johnny and Susie. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Everything is political. Everything is political. Even down to, you know, what you choose to wear. Sometimes, you know, you're you're wearing stuff because it's going to be acceptable to other folks. Not necessarily because it's your style or you like it. It's, it's because it's going to be pleasing to others. And you have to get others' approval. So what happened to self-confidence? What happened to, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong? I, I, I just don't understand. And I know, I know, I, I know I'm rambling, but it's bothering me. It is really bothering me that just about every damn thing is political in the world we live in today. And oddly enough, it doesn't matter where in the world you live. Just about everything has a political motive of some sort. So here's my PSA. In the United States of America, we're coming up on the midterm elections. The midterm elections will decide how the country will continue to run under the current administration. Now, like I said, half of the candidates running in a variety of states aren't worth two cents. But yet, polls are showing that they're neck and neck with the person who is for the greater good. They are neck and neck with the person who is for the greater good. And then, you know, several states, red states, mind you, have changed the voting rules and regulations for their citizens. And so now you got to be mindful and make sure you won't you weren't kicked off the voting rolls and make sure that you're registered. And unfortunately, if you did not check that by yesterday, you might be out of luck for the midterm elections in most states. But I do urge you if you're a regular voter as I am, because I vote on everything. I vote for every reason, for every occasion, for every runoff. Because I believe my vote matters. And I want to have um, my stamp on on what's going on. Now, I'm not saying I'm always going to get what I choose or get the person that I choose. But at least I put forth the effort. And I implore you to put forth the effort. Because early voting in many states start next week so go out and vote and try and pick the candidate that makes sense make it make sense don't just pick the candidate because it's your party or because oh everybody said that's who you need to vote for because that's who you need to rally behind 
if they can't think their way out of a paper bag or because they have some celebrity and think they would be good when they don't know anything about how the political wheel or the political machine works, then why would you vote for them? Why? Just because they're popular? Just because it's your party? Just because people say you should? No. Make it make sense. Vote for the one who's going to do something for their constituency. Vote for the one who's going to bring change and improvements in your area, in your town, where you reside for you, your children, your grandchildren, for, you know, things in the future. The buck doesn't just stop with you. You have to look at your legacy and generations beyond you. How is who you put in office today going to affect what happens to your family line in the future? It's time to put your thinking hat hat on and actually get out there and vote. Vote this November in the midterm elections for someone who really wants to represent you. Not necessarily your your party affiliation, but who really wants to represent you. Because I think we're losing sight, and a lot of these politicians are losing sight, that these roles are supposed to represent the people. And they're supposed to be for the people. It's not, I want control, I want power. No, it's about representing your constituency. Somehow, I think a lot of politicians on both sides of the aisle have forgotten that that's what a public servant is supposed to be doing. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't understand how it's gotten away from them. I can't understand how it's gotten away from them. But it has. So please, this November, you need to get out and vote. And yes, I'm going to remind you, I'm going to be back, and I'm going to remind you, Every week, (laughs) I'm going to give you a little reminder that you need in the United States of America to get out and vote in the midterm elections. Because lately, it seems like this whole political arena has just gone to hell in a handbasket. And we have to make it make sense. Not just for us, but for our children and our grandchildren. Your vote, it does matter because everything seems to be political. Thank you for taking the time to join me for Thoughts in the Car. We would love it if you'd supported the show. Any listener support would be welcome and much appreciated. Click on the listener support button. Give us applause. Send us a message with your point of view. Please take the time to leave your comments as I do read them and will respond. You may even hear me give you a shout out in my next show. Please tell your friends and pass along your favorite episodes as you can find Thoughts in the Car on Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show. You can follow me on Twitter at jyhoward1066. Let's connect on social media. Check out my blog, Janice's Take On It. I hope that you come along for the ride. 
for thoughts in the car.